welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. It is Wednesday, December 4th. My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon right across from me. What's cracking, my dude? What's up, boss? What's poppin'? We're going to talk a little bit about Week 13, booms and busts, break down some matchups for the week. Uh, hopefully, we'll get through all our matchups. Yeah, hopefully. I uh, So, I, di- I did notice before we start the show, I did notice that Dallas plays on Thursday Night Football for two weeks in a row. They played on Thanksgiving on Thursday Night Football, and now they play on Thursday Night this week. <laughs> How about that? So, there's there's that. Um. Before we jump right into our booms and busts for week 13, be sure to do the following. Check out our website, thefantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter uh, and Instagram at the FF Champs on Twitter, at the Fantasy Champions on Instagram. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash fantasy champions. Uh, subscribe wherever you listen Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube. Click the bell on YouTube for notifications. Leave a review and share this podcast with your friends. Let's get right into the booms and busts. <sighs> I used the last bit of air in my lungs to get that out. Let's start with the quarterback position. And uh, this is it. One more yeah. game. You have one more game left with Rodgers. Just one. It's the last one? He had his last. Uh, no, no, this this week is Oh, last. this was the last one. <laughs> it was not. Is it really? Is it? Uh, hold on a second. I don't Back know. He's playing me. Washington. Okay. So I you, said there's this, one more game. Yes. One so more. You, you got one more. This week, he had 32 fantasy points. Aaron Rodgers, 243 yards, Baller. four touchdowns. Uh, he even ran it for 20, 24 yards. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to take four fantasy points away from him. He had 28.12. Um, what a week for, for Rodgers. He's the QB1 this week. He had, a, he had the number one QB finish of the week. Um, and he has, he had, like I said, one more week, and then you drop him, and you let another team suffer. <laughs> yeah. Probably for the best. Uh, Deshaun Watson shocked Everyone, everyone against New, against New England and had 28 <sighs> fantasy points as well. Um, I was I was very surprised that he did this well. The only reason why, now the week before, you were looking at my team and I have Dak Prescott and I benched Dak Prescott against New England because I was like, I can't start Dak. I can't start the Dak attack. And we put, we put Deshaun Watson on our sit list and we should have known. What should we have known? That I sat Dak Prescott for a reason. I know that the Cowboys crap themselves against good teams. And so Dak Prescott craps himself. Typically Houston does too. Yeah, that's true. But uh, Houston did not. The other thing is Houston was at home. So Yeah, that might have still. I still would have started Watson. Yeah. yeah. But he had 243, uh, 234 yards and three touchdowns. Um, he had a relatively he decent day. Touchdown. A lot of yeah, that I was gonna say a lot of his. Uh, it was the six and a half fantasy points that he got <laughs> for his five yard TD reception. It was not even five yards. Oh no, six yards. I'm sorry. Oh, look at that. More uh, than five yards. Yeah. So that that, that was you know that what that was helped. That's seven point one fantasy points now. Yeah. All right, Deshaun. So uh, he had a he would have had a twenty one point week if he did not catch the touchdown. Um, but because he caught a touchdown, hey, whatever works. Fantasy football, they're fantasy points. But he still had a decent week. 
Um, Fitzmagic had Ooh, 27. Dude, Fitzmagic's kind of been baller. Oh, he's doing it again. He's he's is think, the magic back? He's making us believe. Do you believe in magic. Two last two weeks, he's been he has five touchdowns, three interceptions, over f- yeah six. Uh, he's somewhere upwards of six hundred yards. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's been relatively decent. He's also running it, and I that's weird to me. Um, okay, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So Ryan Fitzpatrick had a really decent week, and then we got Carson Wentz. With 23 fantasy points or 24 fantasy points, somewhere Solid around Solid week against Miami, though, it was expected. Yeah, was expected. He did not look great. No. His, in game. How do you lose to the Miami Dolphins if you're the Eagles? They almost won. You still lose. There was a Hail Mary. It was still a loss. So that, they threw a Hail Mary at the end of the game, and they the Miami Dolphins tipped it. And Alshon Jeffrey stuck his, it's in slow motion, stuck his hands out. And the ball was about to land right in his hands. And then right at the last second, a Miami player stuck his hands right on top of his and knocked the ball away. And I'm like, if that Miami player wasn't paying attention, Alshon Jeffrey would have caught a touchdown pass on a Hail Mary. If that, that, Mary if that Miami player wasn't paying attention, Alshon Jeffrey would have dropped the touchdown pass to win the game. Yeah, yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> Unlike Aguilar. Yeah. Well. Um. So Tom Brady had twenty. Hey, we actually uh, said he. If, if you're gonna play Brady, this would have been the week, and it was still like trash time. Points. You know, what's stupid. He plays the Jets and the Dolphins. I think no, he doesn't play the Jets. He plays the Dolphins. He week seventeen. So if you do, oh, oh week yeah, 17, yeah, screw that. But he plays the Bengals. No, I have his list right here. No, he, no, I, I'm not talking about. I'm not saying no. He doesn't play the Dolphins. I'm saying no. I don't want to start him against oh. the Dolphins. And it's the Bengals, you mean? This is probably your uh, Bengals, I'm sorry. Ranked 26th against quarterback? No. Okay. Brady will somehow choke that away. Fantasy was. You know what's funny? The Patriots happen to play the worst <laughs> division in football. I know. <laughs> well, I think the worst division in football is the NFC. I'm East, sorry. Yeah, you're right. Which NFC we also East. play. Yeah. But, hey, that's so ridiculous. That's why they're 10 and 2. Yeah. Um, And then we have Goff, King Goff. Played Arizona. We said he was a good matchup. 424 yards. A very yards, disgusting matchup, but a good two matchup. Two touchdowns. Um, that, what is the, you know what stinks in our what league? Is the, what the frick is the actual expectation I, uh, for Jared Goff? I, I played Foles, but one of the guys who I was thinking of playing over Foles was Goff because someone cut him in our league. And I was like, he's just too gross. I hate I hate Goff so much I can't do it. I made the biggest mistake. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, and Goff, and then some other notables. Uh, Trubisky did okay. Kyle Allen. Trubisky, another decent Sneaky week. Sneaky getting like twenty Ooh. a week. Still blows though. Um, and then Lamar. Yeah, Lamar. So he only scored two touchdowns. He had a bad week passing the football, uh, but he still had twenty three fantasy points because he makes his ceiling low. Yeah, I mean his uh, floor low, uh, floor. That's actually, he makes his floor high. That's pretty mother beastly. of god. That's pretty beastly to get twenty three. You get twenty three against, against San Francisco and uh, and only throw one hundred and five yards. And people touchdown. who own Mahomes are uh, another week. He, he had one hundred and seventy five yards and a touchdown. People, well, he did he like barely throw the ball in the second half. Because they yeah. they were up like thirty nothing or something like that early in the game. Like they were. So there's two problems with Patrick Mahomes now that I'm starting to notice. A. There's nothing wrong with Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> a. Fantasy wise. 
they either score in other ways really fast that don't involve Mahomes, and they get up. Like in that game, I think they had a rushing they had touchdown. Rushing touchdowns they had two rushing touchdowns. They got into position really fast, and then uh, they had, I believe, a defensive touchdown in the game, and it, and then Mahomes' passing touchdown. So it was like, and then a field goal. Yeah. It was just, it was like, he had it a was over. Too, it was over after like. Two quarters. Mahomes had so, a rushing touchdown. That's been a while since he did that. Yeah, if he did not have that rushing touchdown, he would have had 14 fantasy yeah. points. <laughs> that were 13. That's gross. Um, so far this year, for Patrick Mahomes, and uh, when I talked about regression, this is my this is my torch to hey, carry. But is the 2020 season lit for Mahomes? Yeah, if he doesn't get drafted for, I would take him third off the board. And third, yeah, no. Well, I mean, I'm not ranking him third. I rank him one. But if he, I, I would oh, take if him yeah, if, if he's, he's the, the third running, uh, third quarterback off might, the board. I be. would take a risk taking a guy high. If Mahomes if it's is Mahomes. available in the late fifth round in next year's draft, oh yeah, I would take him. Okay, yeah, me too. I don't think he's going to be. No, I don't think so. Either. He'll be drafted in the third round probably. Um, he had thirty, thirty-five, and thirty to start the season. Everyone was like, "Oh, Mahomes is back." And then uh, he had 18 the following week, 19, 21, and then the three games that he missed, and then 32, 16, and then 20. So he hasn't been as prolific as he and was last like year. His end of season schedules: New England, Denver, and Chicago. And Chicago. So if you own Patrick Mahomes, this is not the, kind of scary. This is kind of scary. Now it's not a you can't start him because he's Mahomes. I mean, he had 20 fantasy points this week. Do you not start him against New England. Um, this week? Yeah. No, you start him against. New England. I I agree with that. You start him against New England. Uh, some people will be stupid and not start him. But there's that. he also played in New in New England last year. I know last year he was obviously fantasy wise much better than he is this year. Right. But I think he got like twenty five against New England last year in New England. Yeah. So I think he'll get at least twenty. Uh, let's talk about some busts. Um. Uh, Drew I was gonna say Kyler Murray. Yeah, thirteen. Drew Brees, third. Uh, what is it? Twelve against Atlanta on Thanksgiving. A lot of people thought he was gonna ball yeah. out. Uh, and then Winston. Yeah, he's kind of a bust. Um, he had ten. He, points. he actually had a, one of his better games though because he didn't throw a pick. <laughs> <laughs> he just didn't throw any touchdowns. Yeah, they ran um, it to Peyton Barber a lot. Our but. stream of the week at Cincinnati, <sighs> ten Same fantasy bad. points. Um, yeah, and then blown. we had. Uh, we'll take the we'll take the brunt. I told somebody uh, on Sunday, and I apologized to him on Twitter. Uh, he asked, should I start Christian Kirk or should I start Devontae Parker? Oh, no. What did you say? Christian Kirk. You have to. Would you have done the same thing? I, I, so my set of the week was Christian Kirk. Oh, uh, that's true. But I did start him because, well, <laughs> but it was either him or Jameson Crowder. I love so. fantasy football. It's funny like that. You say sit him and then you start him in your own I league. didn't have a choice. It was either him or Crowder. Oh, but he was yeah. up against. It was a tough matchup. Jalen Ramsey was on him. Yeah. Um. So. And then I, I don't think there was anyone else that was really startable this week. Uh, Nick Foles minus one point. Uh. Oh yeah, yeah. Nick Foles. I'm sorry. Foles. Our other. We had. We did bad streaming this week. Yeah. yeah I picked but, up Tan My Hill and didn't. Start but him. if you if like the, even though the two guys we picked had a terrible weeks. Yeah. Guys that we said if they're out there pick them up. There were guys that were available even in our league. Like Carson Wentz wasn't available in our league, but in right. most in a lot of leagues, Carson Wentz was available, and we said if he was to start him. Right. Jared Goff, the same thing. Right. Uh, so there were a few guys out there that you could have picked up. And yeah. 
been good with. Um, I noticed that this was a very gross week in fantasy. Uh, not a lot of high-scoring players. Too. The highest-scoring player of the week was a man by the name of James White. 33 Look at that. Points. He had 79 rushing yards, 8 receptions, 98 yards, and 2 receiving touchdowns. He had to make up for his bad week last week. He had week. to make up for his bad week last week. So now he's going to go back to 10 a week. Yeah, he's going to go back. Uh, he had 33 fantasy points. That literally catapults him up uh, back into like the 30s <laughs> for running backs. He's actually um, number 17. Is he 17? He's 17. Always an RB2. There you go, James White. Um, so he had, he had 33. I don't expect this to continue to happen. Um, he no. doesn't have against he, Kansas well, City. He has a good matchup the rest of the season. He has a good matchup against Kansas City. Like thirty-two against running. He backs. has a good matchup against Buffalo. Like Twenty. Well, Buffalo seventeen against running backs. And then who are they? Cincinnati twenty-sixth against running backs. Yeah. So uh, James White might be a decent play. But the big thing that I noticed in this game was that they shifted away from Michelle and started handing it a lot more to James White, and uh, which I found like seventy-nine rushing yards is is uh, a little bit surprising considering they've never done that so we'll see we'll have to see if it's a trend this week because he always gets targeted five six times a game you know what i mean he's usually in that ballpark um but if he does get the rushing yards on top of the passing and you know brady's been looking for a secondary target outside of julian edelman all season that is james white so we might actually see james white continue to uh continue to succeed rest of season with those easy matchups yeah no i agree i think he's a good flex option anyway yeah uh and we got guys number two 26 fantasy points we talked about him on the last show 129 two touchdowns he had two receiving yards for uh two receptions for eight receiving yards most start 22 fantasy points most of these guys probably weren't in your starting lineup the top three yeah, running backs weren't in your starting not. lineup. finally get to some guys that were in your starting lineup 22 fantasy points for derrick henry talked about him last show he was a monster. Um, and then you have Miles Sanders. Is this finally the breakout? 83 rushing yards, five receptions, Woo! 22 receiving yards, and a touchdown receiving 19 um, fantasy points. Is Miles Sanders breaking out? Did Jordan Howard did not play, right? No. And we said we said if Jordan Howard did not play, that Miles Sanders would be a great play this week against Miami. He was, but if Jordan Howard comes back, I don't want to start Miles Sanders. Yep. Well, but he's if probably going to play this week is yeah, what so. I've, I've been hearing. So. Yeah, which is good things for Sanders. Uh, Peyton Barber had eight, <sighs> in 18 fantasy points. So much for the Ronald Jones hype. But Peyton Barber is now going to get the hype again, and it's going to go right back to Ronald Jones. Oh, man. They don't. They, they just don't care. Yeah. It's one or the other. Week now, Gurley. I, I figured Gurley out, people. If he has a good matchup, he'll do well? No. If he has a matchup where they can actually throw the football and have success. You smacked your microphone. I did. I did. But yeah. The whole thing. So, I mean, so here's the I thing. actually almost didn't trade I Gurley. talked about it last show. Todd Gurley is matchup dependent. He is. Not matchup dependent. Well, he is matchup He's dependent. game script dependent is what I meant to well, say. That too. Um, if they go behind early, Gurley's just completely rid out. Which is not something that you said last year. Because if they went behind early, Gurley was like a major part of the passing game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, and now he's just not. So they, they shift away from him when that doesn't happen. So they have to have a close game 
or a game where they're leading by a lot in order for Gurley to have a really good game. So when you look at the matchups for him rest of season, he's playing Seattle, which is a game that could get out of hand really quickly. Um, I'm not. That doesn't look like a great week for him, but they are at home. So maybe this was enough. This this really good game against Arizona was enough for Goff to get back on track, and for the Los Angeles Rams to have yeah. See, I I agree with you, which is why I ended up trading Gurley was because this week is I figured he'd have a good week. Yeah, but Seattle, I I'm, I don't love Seattle, Dallas, and San I Francisco don't like Dallas. And all I games hate where San Francisco. I feel like Los Angeles is just going to get blown out in these three games. Yeah, I do too. Dallas might be close. They might. They might, they might Seattle. beat Dallas or Seattle. Yeah, but it's gonna be a close game, and I if don't it's know a how close game good, against Seattle and Dallas, I don't know how. I think they they get to what they know how to do, and Gurley has good games. San Fran's gonna be a freaking trash game for him. Yeah, I think he might have one good game against Seattle or, or Dallas, but I'm right. If I own Gurley, I'm scared of all three. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Devin Singletary pulls off another um, love another you, good Singletary. Week. He's had uh, eleven and seventeen in the last couple weeks. I can't wait till he uh, he. He still only had fourteen carries. I, we're, okay, uh, like let's, he, let's start. Gonna... Let's start playing the game. Obviously, in January, we're going to be talking a lot more about. Uh, we'll jump right in to dissecting the season, and we'll talk about draft stuff and all of that. Mm-hmm. But uh, jumping in a little bit early. Our first mock draft in January. First mock draft in January. Yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> Literally, second episode of January. Do a, a, a mock draft on Sleeper.com or dot app. Uh, Devin Singletary, where do you think he's getting drafted next year? I hope it's not super early. If um, if Frank Gore leaves or retires and they don't add anyone or they add like a Mike Davis type back, like a third, right. a small no-name third down back type, and it's pretty much just Singletary, yeah. I would expect he could be a third-round pick. Now, where do you think Devin's early takes, where do you think Devin Singletary lands next year? In the draft. No. In fantasy? In fantasy. He can be a low-end RB1. I don't disagree. Okay. He's been super efficient. Love Singletary. That's what gets me sweaty is the efficiency. I it's like, like you, you watch Josh Jacobs and you're like, wow, he's been really good. But the efficiency is here and there. I love it's that like, they use him in the passing game yeah. as well. Yep. He's very utilized in the passing game. Very good running back. I'm so glad that they got rid of LaShawn McCoy. Uh, that literally opened the entire thing <laughs> yeah, up for him. Yeah, it did. Um, but anyway, uh, Duke Johnson had 17, Zeke had 17, uh, Peterson also had 15. So both Peterson and guys tore up the Carolina Panthers rush defense. Um, David Montgomery had 15 cute little game against, uh, Detroit finally. Uh, and then Kareem Hunt had 15, Joe Mixon, decent game at 15. Um, and then we got that lie game for Patrick Laird. He had five. He had five rushing yards. I'm sorry. Last show, I said he had. He was ten rush, ten attempts for six rushing yards. Five yards. He didn't even get. He didn't even get the extra rushing yard. <laughs> Freaking blows. Oh man, that's so frustrating. They don't know how to use running backs at all. Like it's it's either their offensive line, their offensive line blows, but at least some people can get decent running ability. I don't know. Um, so some busts. Le'Veon Bell with eight. He had 32 is, um, rushing yards on 15 carries. Yeah, I've, I've, I was Something I was like wrong that. on the Bell take, I guess. Um, Le'Veon um, Bell, Nick Chubb with eight. Is McCaffrey a bust with 13 points? Yeah, I know. I was I was going to bring that up earlier, and I just completely glazed over his name. Is that a bust? I honestly think it is. <laughs> against home against Washington, 
Yeah. He was, um, I think, so on Draft Champion or Draft Kings. I don't know why I said Draft Champions. On draft Dra- Champions. Draft Kings, he was uh, bought Next year, coming to you guys, our own, our own draft fantasy champions. platform, Draft <laughs> Champions. <laughs> Our daily dude, fantasy. You just literally named an entire yeah, daily fantasy platform. But uh, dude, we're at, draft, oh, we'll talk after the show. We're okay, gonna, we're gonna start our own. It's stream. a good idea, actually. Yeah. I think I just accidentally came draft up with <laughs> a million dollar plan. Anyway, um, yeah, McCaffrey we'll make money on you McCaffrey people. was uh bought in so sixty percent of the people yeah that played DraftKings on Sunday had sure, McCaffrey in their lineup. Like, I'm never gonna be able to get that in my head. They had McCaffrey in the lineup. You know how insane that is. And, the, and like the, if you the think one about way, that, he literally looked and he was like, "How many people are playing me on DraftKings?" Oh, sixty percent. Frick that. <laughs> I'll just have a thirteen point week. Yeah, <laughs> it's because he didn't score a touchdown. That's what happened. Well, he didn't score a touchdown. That's and... what McCaffrey does when he doesn't score touchdowns. But honestly, if he was thirteen a week, that's still like a yeah, top no, like seven running back. <laughs> you get Zeke. Yeah. Uh, so Bell had eight. Chubb had eight. Um, Freeman came back and had eight. That's a bust, but he yeah. was utilized as the feature back, which is good news for him. Um, we're gonna he has he's had these really really tough matchups uh, over the course of the entire season. Like you literally look at his schedule and it's all red. It's ridiculous how many tough matchups he has had. Um, um, he plays Carolina this week, who's who's been terrible against the run. He plays San Fran, which is extremely difficult. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. And then Jacksonville, which is okay. So uh, I don't know what to do with Devon Freeman, but um, he's interesting. Uh, Lindsey had seven. I was really excited about Lindsey's back half of the season schedule. Are you still as excited? Uh, the, he's He had two really good matchups, and he has not performed in either one. He's got one, he's got one more chance. Uh, he's got two. He's got a huge... He's got three on his side. I know, I know. That's what I'm saying, and that's I. I almost traded for him. I almost traded Dak Prescott for him, but he just completely. I know. It's seventeen carries for fifty-eight yards. It's gross, too. Like outside of the twenty-two, ten, fifteen games, and the twenty-seven game against Green Bay, so he has eight, eight, six, three, eight, seven, seven. So half the time he's good, half the time he's bad. Yeah, half the time he like, but what games is he good? You don't, you don't know. Yeah, that's kind of. It's not even against like Indianapolis has had a good rush defense. It's ten. Cleveland's had a, a mediocre rush defense. That's fifteen. Chargers have given up a lot of fantasy points to running backs. That's twenty-two. Tennessee is a tough matchup. He had fourteen, and then against Green Bay at twenty-seven, which is an easy matchup. Now against Minnesota, who's been the number twenty rush defense, he gets eight point five. Buffalo, who's been Again. in the back ten of rush defense, he's seven. And then Los Angeles has been a top four worst rush defense in the NFL. He only had seven points against them. Yeah. So what the heck's going on with Lindsey? It's not matchup anything. It's just I have no idea. It makes me feel and violated. Like, I think he had like twenty touches, didn't he? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he had twenty touches. Yeah, so maybe he's just not good. <laughs> Uh, and then probably, to me, the bust of the week. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Yep. Agreed. For the second week in a row. He had a great matchup against the Giants. I think anybody who owned Aaron Jones was really excited for this week. Um, yeah. Especially coming off a poor week against San Francisco, which was kind of to be expected San Francisco. San Francisco. But, um, yeah. yeah, five points against the Giants is gross. 11 carries for 18 yards. Is there anyone else? That's disgusting. Last week we just totally missed on. 
Um, people. Sony against Houston is kind of a bust, but he's been. But you keep you say that every week. <laughs> I know. Well, like that's it, what I was like. Gonna it's say. gonna change. It's been it's you know, Ronald not. Jones point eight. <sighs> Rojo and a bottle of rum. If you're starting Ronald Jones, you have a problem. Yeah. All right. Let's move to wide receivers. Um, Devontae Parker had the number one uh, performance as a wide receiver this week with 31 fantasy points. We talked about him a little bit on yesterday's show. Devontae Parker, um, baby. Yeah, dude. He's been in clutch. Uh, Elsho and Jeffrey had 24 fantasy points. Uh, finally comes back, plays in a football game, go. and actually has success. He's the best wide receiver by far. He's played uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games this year. Four of them he's had 10 or more points, and four of them he has had 10 or less Oh, that's not good. So, and, or eight or less. Which kind of been Alshon Jeffries' career, to be honest. But again, against Miami, he has a game against New York Giants. He has a game against Washington, week fourteen and fifteen, and then uh, against Dallas is a tough matchup. I probably wouldn't play him there. But the next, next two weeks, two weeks yeah. yeah, he's definitely playable. Um, you had Kenny Galladay, twenty-three fantasy points on Thanksgiving. He only had four catches, one hundred and fifty-eight yards, and first a big play early in the game. Yeah, it was really ridiculous. Um, Robert Woods had 13 catches Woo! for 172 That's yards. That's the Robert Woods we expect. That's what I'm talking about. Sitting on my bench. And probably will stay there. Yeah, probably will <laughs> stay there. <laughs> the funny, what the funny thing is, is that I seriously contemplated this week. I never do this because start your studs every single week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I contemplated benching DeAndre Hopkins for Robert Woods. <laughs> and I had, I had a moral conflict in my mind and said, no, I can't do it. And, 19 uh, targets. <laughs> he was a monster. Yeah, where's Cooper Cup? I think he, Cup had a good game. Yeah, too. he had a good game too. Um, Devontae Adams, finally. There, there you go, buddy. Here's your Yay. here's your man's Ooh. little Devontae Adams. Too actually, little, if, too late for you? If you. Well, no. If you look at it, <laughs> click on it. Hey, click on his uh, name if you can. Yeah, he's had a, actually a really good year when he's played. It's because he missed the four games, so everybody forgets about it. Okay, so after uh, you know the crappy five and seven point games. He's had a 7, a 7, and a 5. After you take those games out, 14, 23, 15, 15, and 21. And he missed four games. I, and one of them was against the Lions. Yeah. So I, he's, he, especially the last two He's getting too. targeted less. I noticed that. Yeah. But um, he's still getting 10 targets a game, like 10, 11 targets a week. Yeah, because last year I think he led the league in targets. Yeah. No, Julio led the league in targets. He was, he was upset, second. Though. But um, he's, like, to me, I think he's going to get, like, 15 to 20 points every week. Yeah. It's a good week for wide receivers, by the way. Uh, just not ones that you expected. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cortland Sutton had 21. Uh, Cole Beasley had 20. James Washington, 19. Jules had 18. 6, 106, and a touchdown for Julian. Um, Allen Robinson was a great play against Detroit this he week. Was. If you started him, you feel really good about the 18 he got. For the love of God, if he goes somewhere with a quarterback, I'll get sweaty. Because Allen Robinson's will it good be at, too late? It'll Cal- probably Allen, be too late by the time. Allen freaking Robinson's really good at football. Um, you have Anthony Miller eighteen, D.D. Westbrook had eighteen. Uh, just running down the list: Lazard seventeen, D.J. Moore seventeen, really Keenan quickly, Allen fifteen, uh, Cooper Cup fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, you had Tyler Boyd with fourteen with uh, Dal- Andy Dalton back. That's that's important. Um, I got a stat correction here because uh, DeAndre Hopkins finished with 13 fantasy points last week. Now he has 14. Look at that. Wow. Um, I'm freaking excited now. That's fantastic. Can I just say DJ Moore has been insane the last, like, since week five, really. He's continued the streak. 12, 12, 12, 6, 13, 16, 13, 28, 17. Breakout? Where is he ranked? 
He's now number eleven. Remember, we were taught we were, like going into the year. We thought that's. I was where so we nervous about that take. I know, and I'm feeling good. <laughs> Fine, it just took him the second yeah. half of the season. But yep. yep, yeah, he's he's a, he's been pretty good. Low end art wide receiver. Um, let's talk about some busts. Um, uh, Tyreek Hill had seven. Uh, no, Mike Evans not. and Chris Godwin both came down with seven fantasy points. Um, is Michael Thomas a bust with seven? Where is? Oh yeah, oh, of course he is. First week of the season under ten. Yeah, that's insane. That's unfortunate. He's been so good. Chark yeah. with five, and he had he had zero when Foles was out there. When Minshew got out there, I think he had a few more targets and two catches. We also, um, I want to say this. We're going to have an episode where we talk about our takes and what was right and what what was wrong uh, after the season ends. But um, our our take on Brandon Cooks being a complete and utter bus can this year has been absolutely spectacular. Yeah, we told you not to draft Brandon Cooks, and um, that was you should not have one drafted of the things we did get right. Yes. Brandon Cooks. So um, I feel like that was more my take than yours, though. Just saying. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> not that you disagreed with it no i didn't disagree with it so i'll give you credit oh thank you thank you <laughs> I, pre- I appreciate the credit given um Ty- terry mclaren had one point but he was very close to having more than that christian kirk man three points i told you guys to send him i still started <laughs> because i was either it was either him jameson crowder or marvin jones and because the lions had a third string quarterback in i didn't think he, marvin jones would do anything and he got we like just totally points. ignored our own fantasy advice yeah let's talk about some tight ends Okay. Uh, Higby against Arizona. Uh, literally, I, I want to go back in time. Baller. I want to go back in time. Arizona, week one, gave up 22 fantasy points to TJ Hawkinson. Uh, he was the number two tight end that week. The number two, the number one tight end in fantasy was uh, Mark Andrews in week two against uh, Arizona. The number one tight end in fantasy in week three was Greg Olson against uh, Arizona. Oh man! The number four tight end, in, uh, the number three tight end in fantasy was uh, Will Disley against Arizona. Uh, week five, the number oh oh they actually had a good week. Oh wait, this was the bye week. Oh, uh, oh, oh. yeah for Arizona. Yeah. So, 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 you know so wait, oh, hold on, hold on. Week six, oh, the oh. number two tight end. Week seven, they actually had a good game. Right. Rhett Ellison had ten points <laughs> against Arizona, and he was the he was Who? Like the twelfth tight end down this list. But he still had ten points. So week eight, I'll, I'll stop here. But you get the picture. Arizona gives up a lot of fantasy points to the tight end position. They gave up twenty to Tyler Higby this week. You know what I think it is? What Arizona doesn't have a tight end. They, so don't, they, they just, don't use tight ends. They so I think they it. forget or they don't know that. There's a position called tight end, and that exists. So they see the guy line up next to the offensive line, and they just yep. assume he's another offensive lineman. Yep. So the defense doesn't care. And then he goes out to pass, and they're like, what is he doing? There's an offensive line going out as a receiver. What is this? So they kind of forget yes. that that is a position. Yep. I think that's what it is. Um, Arizona, I'm just going to go all in. Uh, Mike Kosicki, he had five catches, 79 yards, seven targets, a touchdown, 16 points. Fine, a very good week for Gesicki. He's having a late-season breakout. We'll see if it continues, if Ryan Fitzpatrick continues to play. The guy I wanted to talk about and wanted to note and wanted to mention Uh-oh. is my man's Uh-oh. Jack Doyle. The second I jump off the freaking train, Jack Doyle has a 16-point game. Why did you? You brought it out for the I season. I don't know. 
Ebron's out for the season. Brissett bro. hasn't thrown it to tight ends. Yeah. But what Ebron's then out he for throws the it to Jack Doyle. Eleven times. Eleven times. <laughs> oh, Doyle. Can I come back on or is there is it is it already too full? Is the train too full for me to jump back on? Nah, go ahead. Oh, all right. So They're playing uh, Tampa this week. Uh I, I just don't know what to do. I feel like I feel like the second you like pick him up and like try to play him. Well you pick him up and start him over Darren Waller this week. Oh god no. <laughs> Frick me. No. Uh Witten had another fifteen point week. Uh the Walrus coming in at number five. Hey, there you go. Thirteen fantasy points, seven receptions, a hundred yards against Kansas City. I wish for the love of God they would target Darren Waller in the red zone. That would be awesome. Instead of targeting Foster Moreau. Do you not like Foster Murray? No. <laughs> uh, Mark Andrews, number six tight end. Uh, he had three receptions for 50 yards and, well, a touchdown. The one Which touchdown what does. that what's-his-name had Lamar. Uh, every single week. Um, and then uh, Travis Kelsey, five, catches 90 yards. Uh, Cook having another decent week, and 10 fantasy points. And Caden Smith, the tight end for the New York Giants, had 10, 10 points, points as well. Um, some notable busts are man's Ryan Griffin with five points. Um, and then I don't think there was, yeah, any he still had busts. five catches, five catches for, and seven targets. That's disgusting. He just didn't have any yards. Uh, Hunter Henry yeah, uh, Hunter was on Henry the field blew. a lot and he just completely choked blue chunks all yeah, over. The I blame field. that on Philip Rivers. Uh, two, two fantasy points for those who he, he only had three targets and rivers was like, I know statistically wise he was decent, but man, he sucks. And Zach Ertz did not have a good game either against Miami. Interesting. Greg Olson against Washington did not have a good game. There was a few busts this week. Three yes. points for both those guys. Kittle had two. George Kittle had two. George Kittle had two Gross. against Baltimore. Why could that happen, like, you know, in the playoffs in our league? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Probably not. That'll do it for our booms and busts for week 13. Uh, let's move into our matchup breakdowns. We're going to break down the Cowboys at the Bears, Panthers at Falcons, Colts at Buccaneers, Dolphins. Yeah, Jets, 49ers at Saints and Lions at Vikings. Really, really rapidly okay. to end this show. Um, it's late. Cowboys at Bears. Um, well, hold on a second. This is my team. Oh, boy. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys for the second week in a row playing on Thursday Night Football. I don't think I've ever seen that in my entire life. Uh, not Thursday Night Football, but Thursday Football in general. Um, I guess it works for Dallas, but Dak Prescott, and then you got uh, our man's Mitch Trubisky. Uh, Mitch Trubisky blows. Don't play him. Uh, and then Dak Prescott. Do you like him against Chicago? Uh, I don't love him, but I think at this point, <laughs> it doesn't matter for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I think at this point though, Dak said, "We have." It doesn't matter if the Cowboys stink or Dak stinks. He's probably going to get 20 points. Just oh, yeah, yeah. How much they throw the ball and how many yards they get. 450-plus yeah. passing doing all yards year. last week. They've, they, they've been getting yards all season. Yeah. Uh, I think they lead the NFL in yards, actually. Yeah. As an offense. So. Um, and and yeah, Dak is always him. there. Dak he, is always there. Yeah, you play Dak. Dak would be a freaking monster if he actually realized, oh, wait, I have athleticism and I can run. Yeah. He, would he be never like, runs it. Yeah. Um. I would be okay starting Dak against Chicago. I think this is going to be one of the easier, Matt. He has Chicago, L.A. at home, and then Philly on the road. 
Philly has been uh, – they gave up freaking 29 fantasy points to Ryan Fitzpatrick. So if you had any concerns about starting uh, Dak Prescott against Philly in Philly in Week 16. Do you start Mitch Trubisky? No. Yeah, no. Uh, Elliott play. Yep. Uh, Montgomery against Dallas sit. Uh, yeah, I posted um, him. And then uh, we have uh, Austin uh, – wow. I Austin? Re- I read Austin Hooper instead of Amari Cooper. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, Amari that. Cooper against Chicago play it's play yeah, um, and then you gotta uh, start all those What guys about what about Michael Gallup and and Randall <sighs> Cobb? I don't I don't love either to be honest. Okay, uh, and then Jason Witten had coming off his I, fifteen point week yeah. against Chicago. Woo! <laughs> Yay! Seven targets. I think I'm it probably was. not start winning. Um, and then on the other side, you have Allen Robinson against Dallas. It's a tough matchup. It is so tough. I, I just he's been. Okay. I love Robinson, but yeah, I don't. I, I don't probably know, don't I don't start. Gonna start. No, no wide receivers. I wouldn't start anyone else on the on the. Yeah, and Thursday night game. So yeah, uh, it was Pat. <laughs> this blow. If I had to think about starting Dak this week, I would be sick to my stomach. But I don't. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. Panthers at Falcons, forty-eight point over under. Uh, we have Kyle Allen. We have Matt Ryan. Ugh. Do you do you are you like at this point with Matty Ice? Because I'm not going anywhere near Kyle Allen. This isn't a bad bad matchup for Matt Ryan. It hurts, it hurts my soul. But you know what? Matt Ryan will have a good year next year. Yeah, it's a promise. Uh, <laughs> okay. I think I think it's Devonta Freeman. I think other. Devonta Freeman's a good play against Carolina. They give a lot of fantasy, but this is the last time that you're going to be able to start Devonta Freeman, in my opinion. Uh-huh. Uh, so I think he's an okay play this week. Um, on the other side, obviously, you got to start uh, McCaffrey. Duh. Uh, DJ Moore, uh, do you think he continues the yes, streak of? absolutely. Against Curtis Falcons. Samuel, maybe as a flex? As a flex option, yeah, sure. Uh, what about Calvin Ridley? Yes, definitely. Uh, Russell Gage, if uh, Julio if doesn't Julio play. Julio's out, yes. If Julio's in, no. Okay, um, that'll I guess do it for this game. I, uh, I as far as the tight end, I mean Greg Olson. Would you be interested in? I think if you need to, yeah, playing he okay could be an okay option. Uh, Colts at Buccaneers, forty-seven and a half point over under. I literally almost said Colts and Bucks, baby. I almost said, and it would have sickened me to do so. What but did I, you almost I say? I literally almost said Andrew Luck. Oh. Now I was thinking about this earlier oh, today because it's been, my heart. It's, it's 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 been a long time. <laughs> I certainly hope Andrew Luck comes back next year. Won't. He won't, but I I think he's done. I would love for him to. That'd be great. The Colts would be so good right now. Oh, I know. If Andrew people, Luck was people, playing, I mean, and I get it. And Brissette's I love good, Andrew Luck. I and love Andrew. Brissett's Luck. a solid like top. Like what would you say? Like around fifteen top quarterback, 15 quarterback in the yeah. league. He's a solid. Very solid quarterback. I think it'll be better next year. And but. people were on the hype train early in the season saying the Colts are like the second or third best team in the AFC. They're fine. Stuff. They're going to be not, okay. They're, they're not a good – they're not They're not a great team. If yeah. they had Andrew Luck, though, I think they would yeah. be better than Houston. Andrew Luck, for the sake of the NFL, please come back. <laughs> he probably won't. Yeah, he probably won't. Uh, but anyway, uh, Jacoby Brissett against Tampa. Do you like that as a streaming you know, option? You know, I loved Nick Foles against Tampa, and you know how that worked. So. Yep. I guess he uh, <laughs> he's bitter against Tampa quarterbacks now, oh. um, but I guess it is still technically, I guess, a good matchup. So it, I think Brissett's an okay string. What coach. about Buccaneers going up against Indianapolis? Jameis Winston um, is a sit, probably. I would. Do I you would think, think so? Because they're they're in they're in Tampa, so it's not. And Tennessee put thirty one on him last week. 
It's probably it was more Derrick Henry then. I want to see where the Colts rank against quarterbacks. I don't think it's good, but I don't think it's bad either. Holy mackerel! Oh man! Yeah, the Colts against QBs are twelfth, so that's pretty good. So I guess you probably don't want to start Winston unless you have to. Yeah. yeah. Um. I yeah. I <laughs> it's hurting my yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's like we're like both like comp. Yeah, we're contemplating yeah. as the show happens. Like, uh, Let's just move on to running back. I would say I I personally I'm leaning towards not starting Winston. Uh, yeah. If you haven't, okay, I agree with that. Uh, Ronald Jones. Um, and Peyton Barber, neither guy, neither guy can't. at this point, yeah. neither guy. Um, and then you got Jonathan Williams. Um, I don't think Marlon Mack is going to be back for this game. Probably not. Probably not. Just keep an eye on the injury report. If Marlon Mack is a go, it's a tough matchup for him. If Jonathan Williams has to start, it's a tough matchup for him. I don't know. Derrick Henry ate him up. So <laughs> yeah, that's Derrick Henry. Uh, yeah. Jonathan Williams is a sit to me. Yeah, I'm gonna, probably, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say, say yes, yeah. but if Marlon Mack plays, you got to start. What did Jonathan Williams even get? I don't this know. Past week, it wasn't no good. Because um, Hines was the top running back. Uh, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans start both. Um, yep. Is this a game OJ Howard can succeed? No, no. Even though he had eight last week. <laughs> yeah, I'm still no. Uh, Zach Pascal, I think Hilton is in or out. I don't know right now. It's too early in the week. Yeah, we'll we'll have to see. And then Doyle against Tampa. You like him? I actually do. Oh, that's right. Wow. Okay. Um, let's talk about Dolphins at Jets. Um, for for Miami, let's just do the proverbial. Let's do the proverbial. Start Devonte Parker. Yep. Start Mike Gesicki. I think so. Do you like Ryan Fitzpatrick? I think in a deep league, actually, yeah. If you need a QB streamer in a deep league, I think Fitzpatrick is a good option. He's been good the last few weeks. What can I, I just say? I just had a um, a massive bout of acid reflux when you said that. Yeah, uh, Darnold going up against uh, going up against the New York. Wow, I knew I was going to screw that up. The Miami Dolphins is a great start. I do like that matchup. Um, and then you got Le'Veon Bell, good matchup. Stardom, mm-hmm. uh, Jamison Crowder, Robbie Anderson. I think you can get away with starting either guy. And you can, I think you can get away with starting Ryan start Griffin too. Chris Herndon. Oh. <laughs> Ryan yeah. Griffin slash Chris Herndon doesn't matter. Yeah, doesn't matter. Forty um, Niners at Saints, forty four points over under. This looks like a big fat dub for the San Francisco Forty ers Wait, you think so? No. Oh, well, this is a terrible matchup for Drew Brees. Don't play him. Yeah, don't. if you have him, don't play Jimmy G. Let's go by the name of. Uh, never mind. <laughs> So you go by yeah, don't play don't don't play Jimmy G either. Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then we have actually no. What are you talking about? Passing attack against New Orleans? Oh, uh, maybe I guess so. <laughs> you just Shoot. throw a crap at the wall. They are in New Orleans. That's yeah, in New Orleans is kind of a different beast. Uh, Tevin Coleman slash Raheem Mostart slash Matt Breida. Do you want any part? No. Okay. Debo. I think he's a play. I think he's. I think he's a good play this week. He's been a good play the last couple weeks. The Saints give up a lot of fantasy points to wide receivers. I think Debo can be a good play. Emmanuel Sanders might even be a decent look. And then obviously you have to start George Kittle. Um, on the other side you have Alvin Kamara. Mm, yeah. No yeah. quandaries. You're, you're not thinking about benching uh, Alvin Kamara. No. <laughs> he still gets. He's. He has been extremely disappointing this year, but he still gets yeah. like. Double, like low more and double specifically digits. because of injuries. Ten to three. Uh, you got Mike Thomas, uh, beast. He's and then gonna Jared get back Cook. Up to the twenty, I think. 
Um, well, actually, not against San Francisco. And uh, Cook, not against San Francisco. Okay. Uh, Lions at Vikings, 42.5 point over under to conclude our matchup breakdown segment. We did very good on this. If Matt Stafford plays? Okay. Sure. Other than that, not starting. Anybody? Yeah. Uh, well, Galladay. do you start Galladay and Marvin Jones, who both coming off double-digit weeks? Yeah. David Blah was great. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes Vikings, to Galladay. The Vikings, okay, the Vikings rank 30th against receivers. Interesting. So not not Marvin Jones? Galladay, yes, not Marvin Jones? Uh, Yeah, I'd start Marvin Jones. Too. Okay. I would start both, too. Throw crap have. at the wall and hope it sticks. <laughs> Bo, oh, Bo Scarborough. Debo. Yeah, he's been okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what, do you like start? Do you start him this week against uh, against Minnesota? Against Minnesota? Uh, I would. I wouldn't. That's kind of disgusting. Yeah, um, probably not. Cousins he, is a great streaming he option. Had, he had twenty-one carries this past week, but the Vikings ranked fourth against running backs. So. Yeah. Um, not starting Bo, and then Kirk Cousins. Yeah, great streaming option. Dalvin Cook is gonna freaking eat up the Lions. Yeah. <laughs> Obvious start. If Thalen plays, you start him? Uh, Yeah. Diggs, do you start him? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Kyle Rudolph, I'd start him too. Oh, uh, maybe, yeah. Just start everyone. That'll <laughs> do the it. the lines. Yeah. I'll, that'll do it for our matchup breakdown. Do you have anything to say before we sign off? I think it's time. Oh, no. To get back on the darn hype. That's all I'll say. <sighs> uh, be sure to listen tomorrow as we break down more matchups, discuss our starts and sits for the week, and uh, conclude our podcast episode for week one of the playoffs. Um, don't forget to check out our website, thefantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and talk to you tomorrow, fantasy champs. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube, and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs. <laughs>